the walls come caving in. And you're like, yeah. I don't think I like this person as much as I did. Ugh, because I don't life. think, because. My whole life. Because I don't really know them. Yeah. And I lost myself in the process. Yes. Welcome back to another episode of Hello and Goodbye. I'm Leanna. I'm Jared. And we are here, just the two of us. We have just another. Just the two of us. I always, I always say this is such an exciting episode. We have an exciting. We do. It's always exciting. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very exciting guest, each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to talk about. So last week I talked about a situation that I had with this guy that I kind of like ran as fast as a as I could from, but then mm -hmm. after Jared was like, you know, you just did what you were feeling was right for you. And I had like a therapy session. And then I started really thinking about it. And I was like, there were some things that were said that I was very right to have the reaction that I did. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what prompted this, you know, how soon is too soon. And it's, it's definitely an interesting conversation because well, we're going to get to it. We're going to yes. get into it. Yeah. We're going to unpack how soon is too soon. For everything. Like, okay. I love you, what you say, moving in, kissing, wow. sex, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like, obviously just like one underlying answer. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we're going to get that. So stay tuned. We're going to get to that. So stay tuned. Um, guys, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Right? It really mm -hmm. helps us out. Um, try clicking the five stars. Yeah. Just, when you rate, just click. Just see what happens. <laughs> just click five stars and see what happens. And if you leave a review, leave a nice review. Yeah. If you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. <laughs> I mean, are we going to talk about uh, the not nice review we got? Sure. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Okay, so I'm reading this book. Um, actually, I'll just, I was going to do like an official book recommendation, but I'll just yeah. say it right now. So it's called... Wisdom of Florence Scovel Shin. Wow. And it's, or The Wisdom, um, and it's four complete books. And it's a lot about spoken word. And what comes out of your mouth mm -hmm. is so important. And I always, I always kind of like in my journey, my spiritual journey and this past five years, like I've gotten to that point where I'm like, yeah, I have to manifest. I have to speak. I have to do affirmations. But mm -hmm, now mm -hmm. I'm realizing like every time you say something negative, it's going to formulate in some way. Yeah. So anyway, that's why I wasn't sure. I like took a screenshot of the review and I posted it on Instagram and then I took it down mm -hmm. because I was like, is this something that I really want to put out into the universe? But here's, well, I don't know. I'm actually curious of what you have to say about it. So I saw it like, so sometimes I'll like look at my phone during a work day and I only have like three seconds to like, and then I take it in and then I have to, you know, go to my next meeting or whatever. So I saw it and um, I don't know. My, my response was, yeah, I guess that's true. Like, I was like, so I got called out for saying like too much. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I I definitely do that too much. <laughs> you know what I was like? I'm working on it. I hope it's yeah. getting better, but I don't know. It's it's so unconscious for me. And I was like, ah, that's a, that's a nice reminder, even though that person 
wasn't necessarily trying to be helpful and constructive. Yeah, so yeah, so a constructive way to say that is, Jared, <laughs> you say a lot of likes, maybe that's something you should look at. Yeah. Right? Versus yeah. like, ugh, Jared, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but the other part of the review, though. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting because this person clearly has not listened to the very first episode <laughs> where I talk about how the guy said my laugh was too loud, right? Yeah. So anyway, in the review, it said, Leanna, your laugh is too loud and it sounds nervous. Um, you know, guys, my laugh is not going to change. Yeah. So if you don't like my laugh, then I would say don't listen to our show <laughs> because I'm not. It's just an essence that my laugh is an essence of who I am. And yeah. I think, you know. As the show continues to grow, we're Jared, the Jared and I were, were kind of talking about this because I really I actually saw that review, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is good, this mm. is good, this is mm -hmm. actually a good thing, yeah, because we're attracting more listeners, people that don't give a shit about us. Yeah. That's a good thing, uh -huh. you know. So, um, so anyway, that was kind of my thoughts with it. Yeah, and and again, you know, uh, feel free to hit us up with constructive criticism. Yeah. Constructive criticism, be just be nice about it, you know? <laughs> um, We're doing our best. And also, for those of you who haven't taken the time to review yet, you know, because we are getting some maybe not so nice reviews, Yeah. just take some time to write a nice one for us to counter Yes, that'll the make us feel nice. better. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, do that. Share with your friends. It's so important. And then, guys, we've got this amazing Patreon page mm -hmm. that has bonus episodes yep like bonus episodes that we recorded in the thick of quarantine mm -hmm. um that it has some pretty raw material in it yeah so all of those are there i have a, a new bonus episode about me talking about this guy that wouldn't date me because i'm not christian enough or whatever that's on there guys it's three dollars a month yeah three dollars a month to support the show you can pledge more you can pledge less you're going to go to patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast. And we appreciate all of the support. Yes. Every little bit helps. If you like the show, if you, you know, appreciate it, if you want to support us, that is the best way to do that. And thank you so much for all of you who are already doing that. We yes, love you. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we've got some stuff to cover yeah. in our intro before yeah. we get into the topic. Um, do you want to start? With sure. Yours? Okay. I'll start. So, um, not much exciting in my life. Uh, I, all I do is work and work out because <laughs> I'm training for this half Ironman triathlon that's in three weeks. And um, so, what's funny about that is I've had to because I'm also now forty. I'm having to do all this like weird. I, I'm getting a lot of stuff for the purposes of body maintenance and recovery. So, like. I've got like the foam roller. I've got the like balls that I like roll on. I bought like one of those percussive massagers, like the Theragun thing. Oh yeah, I have one of those. Do you really? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, mine's yeah. like right behind you. Is it like the actual one? Or no, it's not the three hundred dollars. Yeah, one. no, you guys, got, there's like, so the many many one. that are yeah. like under a hundred dollars. Yeah. I also bought these weird things. I don't know. I saw them online. They're like toe spacers or toe spreaders. Oh, because your toes get cramped in your shoes and stuff? My feet were getting, like, so beat up from so much running. Are you so rolling your feet? 
Oh, I should roll them You should them be on rolling your more. feet. Yeah yeah. 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 But they like spread your toes out and I just like wear them while I'm working or mm. sitting here or whatever. And it just feels good. It probably does nothing. But I'm is like, it kind of that like, feels is that good. like an orgasmic kind of thing? No, it doesn't feel that good. Because you know, for some people that is a thing. Okay. Yeah. Sucking on toes is like a legit thing. Have you ever done it? Yeah. I've sucked toes. You have? Have yes. you ever had your toes sucked? I don't know. I've never had my toes sucked. Oh, really? You Am would I missing like it out? Do you, okay. <laughs> How do you know that I like it? Because uh, I think everyone likes it. Okay, have you ever had someone suck on your fingers? You know, that doesn't really do it for me, but I suck on fingers to yeah. kind of like emulate. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like planting a little image in <laughs> yeah. the guy's mind. Um, well, I think a lot of people feel like when someone sucks on your fingers, like that feels good. It's not like, oh my God, but it's kind of like. Yeah, it's weird to me. I, it takes me out of the moment. When I'm sucking really? on somebody else's fingers, I'm in the moment. But when they start sucking on mine, I'm like, why? When somebody sucks. So to, so what I usually say is that like getting your toes sucked on is like like that only sort of more intense like the feeling is more intense okay interesting. and it's sort of that like the same feeling you get from like someone like kissing or biting your neck or your right ear. it's yeah. like that kind interesting. of thing okay well um, i will ask that of my next partner some people dig it some people don't dig it yeah. you know okay guys but, guys hit us up dm us if you like your toes being sucked actually please don't that's weird don't dm us <laughs> don't dm us about Keep that to yourself i've had like yeah, a number of women that I've done that to have been like, wow. Really? No one's ever done that to me before. Were their feet clean? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm like, it's like, it's not I'm like not after smelly. we get back from a run. Like, I'm it's not like, gonna... like, have you made, they've showered. Yeah. They're not wearing tennis shoes and socks. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Fresh out of the have shower. You, have you ever or... gone to like suck toes and like the toenails just like jagging? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you check it out before you get that close, I think. <laughs> um, anyway, so I'm doing weird body maintenance stuff. Um, I just finished a really good book. If anyone has good fiction books, hit me up with a recommendation. I've been reading a lot of like fantasy. I just actually read this cool fantasy book called The Fifth Season by N.K. Jemison, who's like a woman of color, like writing in the like sort of science fiction genre, which doesn't happen a lot. And it was really fucking good. Um, I'm on this groove where I'm doing nonfiction audiobooks and fiction like book books that I read before I go oh, to bed. Oh, nice. So hit me up so about non-fiction that. non-fiction audiobooks. Okay. Yeah. And then fiction books before you go to bed. Yes. I cannot listen to an audiobook. I figured that out. It's mm. too long. I get too distracted. You know, you know what you need to do? Kick the speed up. Smart. Yeah. I do most of my audiobooks I'm on like 1.25 speed. If the person's a particularly slow Do you think talker, anybody ever speeds our podcast? I go to like 1. I feel 5. like we're kind of like I don't know how speeding this up would be I don't like know. <laughs> 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 We sound like chipmunks. Um so that's happening and um ooh, I'm also I've been into like breath stuff for mm -hmm. a while. Like I read that book Breath by James Nestor, which I can't recommend enough. Um, I did, I got Sudarshan Kriya training, which is like a breath thing. And so if anyone has any uh, Kundalini breath techniques, mm. like watch this video or like this is the person to listen to or whatever. And if anyone's done holotropic breath work, which is this crazy like three hour long like activated breathing thing and 
It like can mimic like psychedelic effects. Are you gonna turn into like Iceman? I'm turning into a very weird person. (laughs) (laughs) It's already happening. So yes, like so like I've done like Wim Hof stuff. I've been I've been I've been I started doing his shit like like two years ago, like a year and a half ago, two years ago. And I mix that in occasionally, like I'm down with his stuff. But his shit has it's so broy now. It's, is it? Ew. I feel like no. I mean, it's not his fault. Oh, but I feel like dudes oh, like who, the type of people that like follow it that are into it. Yeah, it's like like what do you mean by broy? It's like dudes who listen to Joe Rogan. I think oh are like yeah, super into Wim Hof now and like UFC and stuff like that. Um. I don't know. Anyway, so that's happening. Also, not about me, but it makes me sad, and I know you're affected mm-hmm. too. The police continue to murder. And assault uh, unarmed black people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're recording this Monday. So two, you know, there was one new murder in Minneapolis while the trial of Derek Chauvin is still going on. And then there was another uh, a service member, like black man in Virginia um, that was like pepper sprayed and all this stuff while he's holding his hands out the window, like clearly not a threat. Anyway. Uh, it's terrible. We, but you know, what's cool is major league baseball is like stepping up major league baseball, the national hockey league and the NBA and the WNBA have all canceled games. Mm. Like in recognition of like, we can't just play sports right now and act like nothing's happening. Mm -hmm. And God, I gotta hope like normal people who might not be like left-leaning, who might have some resistance to Black Lives Matter and these sorts of things, are just seeing the repetition and it's like changing some hearts and minds. Like, Mm -hmm. I really, really hope that's true. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. It's so frustrating and sad. It's, it bring it makes me sad. Like, it brings tears to my eyes. It's just, it's, it's just over and over and over. And if there were ever, like, I posted this video on my Instagram and like, of, like you said, he's a lieutenant in the service. Yeah. If he were a white man, none of that shit would have happened. None of that shit. And they're like, well, if you just comply, just listen to us, listen to us, get out of the car, get out of the car. And then people are like, well, why didn't he listen? He should have got... Because he's probably afraid of getting shot. Yes. Of course, he's, he didn't do anything. They say he had a traffic violation. Okay, well, just for a traffic violation doesn't mean that you have to get out of your car and get handcuffed and get pepper sprayed. Yes. It... It's horrible. And committing a crime or and or not complying with police orders is not a reason that they should be allowed to shoot you. 100%. Right? And like this is the thing that, I mean, one of the things I heard, DeRay, ah, shoot, McKisson, um, he's like uh, eight can't wait. And it, it's a, he runs a really cool like nonprofit that's focused on this. Um one of the most impactful things I heard him say is he's like, if you have like kids or you know like teenagers in your life, you have to think about this as like, what do you think the police should have to do before they're allowed to shoot yeah. your your child? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not like, well, you didn't listen, so I'm firing away. Like, it's, it, it's there's just, there's no reason, there's no excuse, there's there's no nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Um, You know, and I, you know, we talk about this all the time, but 
if you are a believer in Jesus and you don't agree with Black Lives Matter, you know, we urge you to really think about that because Jesus would 100% be with Black Lives Matter. Yes. 100% no question. Like it's not even, it's, it's like, it's the anti of who Christ is. Yes. His whole thing was like, look around. Who is oppressed? Who is cast out? Who is judged? Who is spit on? Like, that's that's where I am. Mm-hmm. Like, that's who you should be with. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and people don't even get into like, you know, because people like the Sermon on the Mount where it's like, you know, blessed are the meek and the merciful and all this stuff. There's a whole second part that's like, woe unto those of you who are rich. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, he was totally like, yes, we're going to lift these people up. And those of you that are at the top, like pointing down at everyone and sort of taking advantage and, and whatever, wielding power, like some shit's coming for you. And I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. And, you know, um, we just... Something has to change. So yeah. we're going to keep speaking on it. Keep you know? speaking. Keep. Yeah. Yes. Make change. Like, you know, we've on this show, like I've acknowledged my prejudice before and mm-hmm. I think it's important. Don't just sit in the dark, like acknowledge when you have a prejudice and think about it. See how you can fix it. See how you can change. And, um, you know, we've also talked about not putting emotional labor on the black population mm-hmm. of learning yourself and there's resources and, you talk about higher learning. It's a podcast with Rachel, um, Lindsay, Lindsay and, and Van, Van Lathan. Lathan. Yep. And that's a great podcast to listen to. So just like immerse yourself into a culture where you understand black culture and you can be an advocate. Yeah. It's so, and it's like, that's just a good thing to do in life mm-hmm. is like put yourself in places and spaces where, where most people don't look like you or don't think like you. Mm-hmm. Like, you should just do that. Like, as someone who teaches at a university, like, that's what we're saying to our students all the time. You know, someone who, like, I lived in China for six months, like, after I graduated college, you know, and I was teaching English over there. And, like, I, you learn things doing that that you can't learn any Mm -hmm. other way. Like, it just, it it changed my whole life. Anyway, so. So, what's happening with you? Okay. Well, um. You know, it, it's, I have been doing like a lot of dating, like a lot of it, dating. It seems like I've seen a lot of, a lot of profile screenshots <laughs> happening. So first of all, there's a consensus that you guys want me to stay single because there's better content for the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm trying to do my best while I'm single yeah. to bring you good content. So anyway, if you don't follow us on Instagram, we're hello and goodbye podcast. Um, I've been posting really funny things from guys profiles that mm-hmm. I just think are funny and, um, feel free to submit me yours too. Like if you guys, sure. if I, if you want me to post it or we can even read them on here too, but yeah, I, so there's a couple of things. So my best friend, Michelle was found through social media by this matchmaking company. And they said, hey, do you want to be a part of our essentially database? So if you guys remember when we had our matchmakers on, um, they have like a database of of women that Mm -hmm. they can then connect with their men who pay them for service. Yes. Okay. So uh, she was like, sure, why not? 
And then they were like, well, hey, do you have any friends? Mm -hmm. And she's like, why, yes, I do. Mm -hmm. And so they contact me. I had a phone interview. I'd submitted all this, my pictures and this, uh, um, like a profile. And they said, well, what is your, like, highest age you'll go? Oh, fascinating. What did you say? I said uh, 12 years older. Okay. So 46. And they said, can you give us a little more? So this is like, so the guys that go to a matchmaking service like this are going to be wealthy, wealthy and probably older looking for younger women. Yes. Looking for someone hot and young. Yes. Yes. And that's just not really my style. Which by the way is what I I aspire to that one. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not really my style. um, But she said, you know, can you give me up to like 50? Yeah. I mean, you know, but you could meet a dashing silver fox. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm not opposed. Here's the thing. Like, and this is in the book, is like, whoever is the right person for me, I'm not opposed to what they look like, how old they are, where they live. Like, to me, that doesn't matter. It yeah. just, if the, it's right, it's there. So I'm open. I'm trying to be open, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, sure, you know, I'll go to 50. We'll see what happens. She's like, okay, we can work with that. She's like, well, what's your lowest height? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, mm, 510 and she was like can you go lower <laughs> and again no height shaming i'm 58 i like wearing heels with boots i mean mm-hmm. whatever if i fall in love with someone who's 58 or 59 then okay mm-hmm. would i prefer a little taller sure but again i'm trying i'm not trying to like height shame or whatever mm-hmm. i have an aside on this after you're done okay So I finally get two, they send me two profiles. And what happens is they send you a profile and you agree whether or not they can contact this guy for you. Okay. So I agree. And so I agreed to both of them. I said, sure, why not? So then. Decent looking guys. You don't see pictures. Oh, I see. You don't get to see a picture, which is good. What do you see? You see like how old they are, what their job is, what they like, what their personality is, all of that. Okay. So things that the guys wrote or that they wrote for it? That the guys guys. wrote on the profile and then I'm sure they spruce it up. Yeah. yeah, Because it's always like, this is the coolest guy that's ever come into (laughs) our matchmaking service. And then another one was like, this is like the sweetest guy that's like ever been to our matchmaking service. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I said, okay, I'm really excited about this guy who was 39 and and five nine. Uh And I said, and I'm okay with this guy who was 47 and six two. Hey. So then what happens is they send they say, Hey, she says she can she'll meet you. Here's her profile and picture. Mm-hmm. And then they agree whether or not to meet you. Sure. So one of the guys didn't want to meet me, and one of them called me right away. Oh, cool. So what's nice is they call you, you're not supposed to exchange pictures. It's supposed to be kind of a blind thing. Even though I think he gets one picture, but maybe not. The guy that I spoke to said he didn't get any pictures of me. Oh, okay. But I kind of don't believe that. So anyway, um, so he called me and we had an hour-long conversation. And Which you know, guy? The 47-year-old. The 5'9 guy. Oh, I'm sorry. So the 5'9, 39-year-old uh, guy was like, and you know I'm probably okay. too old. Right? Sure. Because I'm 34. Yeah. So then the 47 guy was like, yes. Yeah. And so he called me. We had an hour conversation. And I felt 
like, I just felt like he kept cutting me off and wanting to talk. Mm. And to me, that's like a no. Like, if you can't sit there and listen to me when you ask me a question and you're just going to talk about yourself the whole time, then we've got an issue because I have a strong personality and that's going to start rubbing the wrong way. Yeah. So anyway, but I was like, I'm still going to be open. You know, he's like, well, listen, I would love to take you out to dinner. And I said, okay, sure. Why not? I'll be open to it. Sure. Well, I just couldn't not see what he looked like. Like, I just couldn't not. So I found him through some details. It's not hard to find people nowadays. Yeah. And I was like, no, like he just wasn't like my type in any way Hmm. um just very (sighs) he looked he just looked like he'd need a lot of grooming like in terms of like what to wear um how to present yourself you know there were just a lot of things that were he was really into like dirt biking and going out on the weekends and like dirt biking and going to races and like that is just not what I want to do yeah, that's with a my whole weekend. Vibe. It's yeah. a whole vibe. And it was like very bro. It was like a bro. And I've dated a guy like that before and it was like not a good thing. And yeah. so anyway, I just sent him a text and, and I kind of feel bad because like I saw him and then I'm like, okay, no, I don't want to meet him. But I just sent him a text. I said, hey, listen, um, I just want you to know that you know, I think that because we had talked about the age difference and I said, I do think the age difference is a little high for me because it is. I don't want to like, sure. I don't want to spend two hours of my time on a date with a 47 year old yeah. that I'm not attracted to, yep. who has a lifestyle I don't want to be in. Mm-hmm. And so just the easiest way to break it was, you know, I, um, I just think the age difference is too high. Yeah. Never heard from him. <laughs> Well, that's okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, I honestly would prefer that than him come back with like a backlash or anything yes, like that. Yes, exactly. So that solidified that So for that's me. like good on you totally. for being like, nah, this isn't right for me. And good on him for yeah. taking the note. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So then one of my piano families has a guy that is staying with them for okay. a few months on and off. And they said, I wanted you to meet him. I think you guys would be great together. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, great. Two potentials not on dating apps. I'm for it. Like, sign me up. I'm so tired of dating apps. Yeah, my my friend Melissa taught me. She's like, you need to put it out into the universe. So, like, if anyone's like, are you single? If you're single, you should be like, yes, I am single. Do you know anyone? Like, it's the best. Yeah. Yeah, By the way, if anyone listens to this in Redlands. Yeah. I'm single (laughs) looking for someone. I prefer to meet someone not on a dating app. And actually, I like wholeheartedly believe that my person is not going to be from a dating app. Mm, interesting. I don't know. If Wait, you just said that out loud. That's, that's, oh, uh, that's should I take that back? Yeah. I don't know. What does the book tell you to do? Do you have to say it backwards to, to suck Okay, it you're in? right. No, I should read. Okay. I, okay. I am open uh-huh. to whomever and wherever I will meet my person. Yes. Whatever way, whether it's a dating app, uh, set up. Okay. You're right. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Whether it's a meet cute. Oh, I like meet cutes. (laughs) (laughs) We bumped into each other and spilled Ah! our coffee. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, so the, the setup guy, um, we texted a little bit Mm -hmm. and then he was like, Hey, can I just call you? So same thing. We had like an hour conversation. Yep. Went really well. He was a little dry. 
mm-hmm. and didn't really mm-hmm. understand my mm-hmm. sense of humor. But I'm like, well, maybe he's nervous, you know. Yeah. The following day, we ended up meeting up with the family, and we all kind of drank around like uh, outside, uh, like setup together. That's a nice like low pressure. Totally. Yeah. A low pressure. Yeah. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> no. It's a whole low pressure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so super attractive, really, really attractive, like way more attractive in person than in his picture. Mm. Um, so I definitely felt like that instant chemistry, but he just was dry. No sense of humor. Mm. Didn't laugh a lot. He was very serious. Like broody and moody. No, not broody and moody, but like thinker, like heavy thinker and observer and, like, it was just so much that it was just not a connection for well, me. Well, and when you're sitting around outside, like, drinking drinks with people, like, that's when it's, like... That's when it's easy to do that. And I think, But it's, like, yeah, like, hey, we're telling stories and we're making jokes and we're making fun conversation here. And if you can't get with yeah, that, me, like, Yeah, me and the two other people were dying laughing the whole evening. So... I think it's just kind of his personality and it's just a no-go for me. Like I, it's just so important. That was one thing that my last relationship had that was by far the best of any of my relationships is we laughed constantly. That's the best. All the time. Yeah, it's the best. So that's really important to me. So then now, so that didn't kind of work out, although he's in Redlands and so we might hang out every now and then just as kind of like, I can, him as tour guide and... If sure. he wants to take me to dinner, he can take me to dinner, right? I mean, it's nice to have company, Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, and he's very smart and yeah. a very interesting person. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then I'm like, all right, well, I got to, like, bring it for you guys. So I went on Hinge. <laughs> okay, wait. Are you, are you, you're not doing, you're doing this. Of course I want to meet my person. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But you're also doing a service to me and the audience. I'm trying to be more open. That's good. To continuing conversations to see what will come out of it. Okay. So I boosted myself. Oh. For 24 hours, which I instantly regretted. Is that on Hinge or Bumble? It's on Hinge. It was $20 to boost myself for 24 hours. But I got a lot of likes. Like over 40. Wow. Um... And I ended up matching with just a few of them. Mm-hmm. And it like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm have two guys that I'm supposed to have FaceTime conversations with in the yeah. next couple days. Yeah. I'm not sure about either of them. Both of it's interesting. Both of them have very good boundaries for themselves. Mm. Like one of them like doesn't text me after 7 PM, just mm. like stops messaging me. That's good. And the other one, he wasn't feeling well today. He's like, Hey, I really need to cancel and just, and I was like, Okay. Yeah. Cool. Feels very secure. Both yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the um and then another guy ended up meeting today very spontaneously for coffee because he lives in LA and was driving out here for work. And I was like, well, listen, if you're in the area, like, let's just meet up. Like, yeah. let's just do it. So we met for like a half hour, and there just wasn't romantic chemistry. And mm-hmm. so tip, by the way, I didn't. He was such a nice person. I couldn't do it in person. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't just tell him in person. And so when I left, I noticed I didn't really hear from him. And so I'm like, I bet you he didn't feel it either. So I just sent him a message and I said, hey, listen, I just want you to know, like, thanks for having coffee with me. 
I think you're an amazing person. I just didn't feel a romantic connection, but I wish you the absolute best. Mm -hmm. And he was like, hey, yeah, totally. He's like, I felt the same way. There just wasn't a connection for me, but I wish you the best too. Yeah. Perfect. That's that's like two adults. You and I have talked about good dating karma, right? Yes. Like that's people exactly. who are building good dating karma. And for back themselves. to this book, like what you put out there is going to come back to you. Yes. You ghost someone, guess what? You're going to get ghosted. That's true. You know? Yeah. And so anyway... So, yeah. Now you're making me feel bad about ghosting people. Have you ghosted people? Well, because remember, I jumped back onto the apps and then I like shut it all down two weeks ago. Okay, but I have been like talking to one person, but I could tell she wasn't really interested either. So, we like, it's not like, yeah, we both just stopped. Well, and even with this guy, like, it probably would have been a mutual ghosting because he wasn't reaching out to me. And I think if I didn't reach out to him, it would have just gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a little. So here's the thing with ghosting. Like, I think it's a little different in the very, very early stages. When you've gone on one, two dates, don't ghost. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. So yeah. Actually, we did did hang out like twice. (laughs) But it was so weird the whole time. I'm like, like, I'm like, I don't think she's attracted to me. And then I was like, no, sometimes there's a little. And I was like, are we going to kiss? Are we like, what? Okay. So if you want your karmic circle. Yeah. How do I, how do I just reach out? Yeah. Just reach out and just be like, hey, listen, I'm really sorry. I never contacted you. I didn't know if you're really into me or not. And I was kind of in a weird space, but I hope you're well. Well, that's a good call. I'll do that and report back. Okay. So anyway, guys, I've got some FaceTime dates and I'm putting it out into the universe. I want to meet someone. I'm ready to meet someone. My heart is open. Nice. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Two questions. Okay. Number one, you said that you're dating a lot. You know, you like led this segment with that. Are you dating too much? No. And here's why. Okay. Because when I start to feel like it's taking from my life, Yes. Like my work, I'm panicking, then I pause the app. Mm -hmm. So I'm really good at right now in my life, just like setting the boundary. Good for you. Like when, and this is what we're going to kind of talk about, but when I was seeing that one guy for a couple weeks, it was consuming. It was just consuming. Oh yeah. Okay. And so I'm trying to really reset that. Yeah. Because for me, like my little radar thing is like, when I am, uh, when I find myself compulsively like opening the apps, mm, like throughout yeah, no, the day, I'm not. and then I've got like you know I'm like talking to two people, and I've got like one call scheduled, and then two people hanging out with this weekend or whatever, and I think I just get I get too caught up in mm. it, and then I need to step back. So I wanted to see where you were on that, but it sounds like you're at a good. Yeah, place. I honestly like I ha- didn't even have the notifications turned on for it for a while, mm-hmm. and. Um, like I'm not in a, like they're like both of the guys I'm talking to, I was like, Hey, do you want to talk today? And both of them were like, I can't. And I'm like, okay, cool. We'll talk tomorrow. That's awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So I feel like I'm doing a good job. Yeah. I, I think so. Okay. Second question. This goes back to the height thing. Yeah. So I saw this like on Insta or something on one of the dumb, stupid, you know, funny accounts I follow or whatever. And I want to know what you think about it. Cause it's, I'm, it's a screenshot from Tinder Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And the first message from the girl to the guy is, hey, how tall are you? Well, it should say that in his bio. Sure. Okay. His reply is, 
What size are your boobs? Oh. Fair or unfair? I don't know. I, I... Because see, to me, I mean, that's what's like interesting. So like, I'm 6'1", so I have tall privilege that I want, <laughs> you do have tall privilege. That I want to acknowledge, right? Like, And I do not have boob privilege. <laughs> but I really like my boobs. Sure. Like, I'm like totally okay with being in the itty bitty titty club. <laughs> but I think it's like, I, 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 there does seem to be in some spaces this weird double standard that women are allowed to be like, if he's not six foot ladies, like don't even blah, blah, blah. And like, that, you know, imagine men being like, if she weighs over however many pounds, like, don't... Well, there like, are men I'm, like that. I know, you're right. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's just, it goes back to, are you being a kind human being or not? So asking it that way is not the best way to ask it. In the past, when apps didn't have the height, we'd I'd be talking to the guy, and we'd get to a point, and I said, listen, can I just ask? I said, I'm 5'8", how tall are you? Mm -hmm. And they would tell me, and then... You know, like one guy was like five, six and he's like, are you not comfortable with that? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm really not. And that's it. See, my heart breaks for these. Poor it guys. does. And, and, and no, but and, there's and, some and that was... five, five girl out there. Yes. Who's perfect for him. I know. You know, and here, like, like there are horrible women out there who are judging men based off how much money they make. Yeah, that's true. How tall they are. They're like, well, you have to like. You have to make this amount of money and you have to look this way. And and then there's men who are like, well, you can't put on more than 10 pounds. And it's just like, it's just shitty either way. That's true. If you're in that place, like you're not happy, you're not going to find something fulfilling. No. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, but I think it's, it's sad that there's a lot of sweet people, both men and women who run into those people and these sweet people are like open hearted and vulnerable and they get really wounded by like, you know, first message right out of the gate. Like, how tall are you? Like, you know, mm -hmm. or whatever, you know? Yeah. That so. fra fragile male ego. I know. I, know. I mean, okay. I'm not, I'm not trying to like diminish like a guy getting his feelings hurt over that. But yeah. what we have to deal with is usually much worse. Yes, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Okay. But like, but you know, like this is like a hurt people hurt people, right? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Is yeah. it cool? No. Is the boob response the same? Probably not. Yeah. But it's not cool of her to say that. Yeah. It's so interesting though, because like all these women who are like, if he doesn't make this much money, like blah, 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 blah. Those women are like that because somebody hurt them. Absolutely. They felt used for their bodies or whatever. Right. And then... But then the men who are vulnerable and insecure and open-hearted who run into those women who are like trying to be like, oh, if you're not going to pay for dinner, like the blah, blah, blah. Then those men get hurt by that. But and then they turn into like some of the profiles of like, I don't believe there's a woman out there for me and women always just want to use you for money mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And it just goes around and around where everyone's hurting everyone. But this is where you it makes have... Makes me sad. Yeah, it is sad. Yeah. But this is where you have to be confident in who you are. And if you run into one of those girls in the apps, then buy. Yes. Don't waste your time with them. It's yeah. not. Remember, it goes back to like, it's not personal. Yeah. Like that person, like your height to that person, like a guy, if you're listening and you're five, six, like it doesn't mean that I wouldn't be attracted to you. I just prefer for my partner to be taller. Yes. No, you're right. And it's all about building the self-compassion and self-worth within yourself, right? It's like that shift. I see this all the time in my students. Like, 
you know, when you're a teenager, everything's about like what other people think of you, mm-hmm. right? And you have to shift that to like you find your worth from inside, not from external yeah. validation and stuff like that. And but. it's the same thing with guys thinking my laugh is too loud. That's true. Like, am I going to be the? Am I going to be for every guy? Absolutely not. Yeah. Because my laugh is very loud. <laughs> so if you don't like a loud woman who's bold and confident and speaks her mind, yeah. I can't change that about myself. Yes. You can't change your height. It's just like, it's just part of dating. Yes, that's true. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks for that. So let's transition into how to, how soon is too soon? Leanna, how soon is too soon? That's a great question. <laughs> so, okay. So I had um, kind of mentioned that, you know, this experience with this guy and I felt like I ran from it and it was like, a behavior that I repeated, but then I was kind of thinking about some things that were said to me and things that happened. And I feel like my hesitations of moving forward were actually pretty justified. Mm -hmm. So I want to kind of give you guys some quick information on, or quick Intel. Yeah. (laughs) Quick Intel on like what that exactly was. So he he and I really liked each other. Like, really, really liked each other. Mm-hmm. We we met up one time. It, at, our first meet was two hours. Um, no kiss. Pretty, pl- not platonic, but we were just kind of feeling each other out. And then I had kind of pushed him away. And he kept, he was like, yeah, take your space. And then finally, when I came back from my trip, we met up again. And there was, like, crazy chemistry um, we like, we had talked on the phone a lot, so we had really gotten to know each other. Mm-hmm. So like, just like the sexual chemistry with this guy's the guy was wild. Yeah. There was like heat, heat. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and so it was just fun. It was just one of those, it's like makeout sessions where you want to rip each other's clothes off, That's but you're like best. trying not to. Yes. And which is what makes it the most fun. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So So we hung out, we had a great night together and then we recorded and I was like, I'm afraid I'm going to freak out. And then we hung out again the following night and I started, just some things started being said that were, it was just a lot. So the first thing that was said to me that was kind of like a, not a red flag, I would say more of a yellow flag was Mm -hmm. after maybe the second or third time we'd hung out, he said, listen, I think I'm going to take off Friday. I'm going to take it off work because I want to bring you food and, and water and stuff. Is this after your surgery or something like that? Or No. No, this was just like a regular week. Yeah. And it was just like, like it's a really sweet dress gesture. Yeah. But what it does is it's like, well, why you're taking off work for me a weekend? Like a week into us seeing each other, mm. you want to take off work to spend more time with me, but I have work. Yeah, like, I mean, I have things yeah. to do. Yeah, it would feel different if it was like, hey, I've been working like crazy. I need a day off. So I'm going to take a day off and I'm going to go for a nice long run in the morning or something like that. Like, would you be able to like hang out that afternoon? Right? Like, would that have felt a little different <sighs> than like I'm taking work off because I want to do something for you? 
Maybe. I mean, when I asked him about it, he was like, you know, he's like, I've got all this time off. He's like, it's really no big deal. He's like, I just want to see you. And, and maybe that was his intention behind it. And mm -hmm. he just didn't communicate it. I think, I think he probably was gonna probably thought I would be like, Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Yes. I want you to bring me food. And for me, it was like, I, I don't need you to bring me food. Like I, I'm like a working person. I'm mm -hmm. super busy. Um, and like if, like if it had been two months in, mm -hmm. it would have been so different. Yeah. Like of established, like, a, you know, that there's yes. some security there, but it was a weekend. And what it felt like was a relationship. It felt serious to me. Like that gesture was like, I'm going to take off work for you. Yeah. Because you're that important to me right now after a week. Yes. Well, and I think that that is the, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here, but that feels to me like even, even that put together with like, we just stopped hanging out six hours ago and now I'm going to text you that I miss you. Like that's the like, and I did this for a long time where you create like an alternate universe. Yes. Where it's just like all about you and this other person and the intensity. And you start like living in that parallel life. Yes. And you're like kind of half in your own life. Yes. Right? And like that's that intimacy, intensity drug. Like that's the crystal meth of love and attraction. It's the love drug. It's yes. the pseudo love drug. Yes. It's the I met my person. We're going to be in relationship. I'm going to do I'm going to drop my life for this person and I used to want that. Yes. And now I've done so much work on myself that it's a it's it um drives me away. Yeah, it's easy, but it's easy like cuz you and I I think are both like this where we can like slip into it yes. and it feels really good. Yes. And then some part of us goes, "Oh wait, like what's going on here?" Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I slipped into it for like 3 days. Yeah, and then yeah. it was like, so and before he said, "I'm going to take off work for you," like he had a bunch of work that he had to do that Sunday and he was like, "I just want to I want to cancel all of it. I just want to spend all day with you." Yeah, that's like I don't want to be in my life. I'm using you and this thing as an yes, escape from exactly. life. That's the drive. And it felt Yeah. It felt not good to me. Yeah. Okay, so so then I'm like, "Okay, I'm freaking out a little bit. I'm freaking out a little bit, but I still really like this guy." So we go on a date on Tuesday. We have sex. Mm -hmm. Okay? I freak out. I was going to say, that's guaranteed. <laughs> I freak out, started crying. Yeah. Because it was too soon. Um, it was too soon. I felt too vulnerable. It was. It's hard because the sexual chemistry was there. I wanted it to happen. I'm not ashamed of having sex anymore. Yeah. We had spent a week and a half talking. Like, yeah. So you guys long cared about so each we other. We cared about each other. Right, Yes. But it just was too much because he was so in it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, this is a lot. And now I feel like I'm connected to you. And now it's like we've had sex. So, like, are we in a relationship? Like, yeah. that's where the wheels start spinning, right? Uh. So something else that happened is that when I was at his place, he said something. Again, this is really sweet. But he said, you know... I was invited to this thing in November. Mm -hmm. He's like, and I went to go buy my plane ticket. But I thought, well, if Leanna wants to join me, it's right around her birthday. 
And I don't want to buy my plane ticket right now because I'd want to wait to buy it for her. To buy to book the tickets together. And I'm like... November's a long what? time from now. It just ever... If you have any disorganized attachment style, it's the worst thing you could say to someone who's a runner. Mm, that's true. Is anything that is like commitment, future, in two weeks time. So then I freak out. I felt like you. <laughs> I was like, I'm having flashbacks to I every know. relationship I've ever had. When, when did you turn into me? <laughs> this, is, this is unbelievable. I told you I'm a disorganized attachment yeah. style. Yeah, yeah. I am. And, and I'm, and I'm changing. It's like, I've gone from like anxious to like avoidant, and now I'm attracting the anxious partners. No, I mean, but like, that's something that, and I'm, I'm teasing you, but I, I relate to it so strongly and I have like such compassion for what that feels like in that moment because... A lot of times people think that they're giving you this message of, I really like you and I really care about you. But what we hear and feel is like expectation and yes. obligation. And, and pressure. And pressure. And now if you don't do this. You're going to disappoint the person. You've hurt me. You've let me down. We sort of, I thought we had made the deal that you were going to be here in November. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And actually, I'm going to reframe from my book. I'm going to reframe this. I am a secure person. Yes. And my, my attachment style is growing more secure. Yes. Which is why I'm, I'm having feelings of change and and going through it. Yeah, and and recognizing and recognizing it and being like this doesn't isn't it interesting though the just quick thing on the sex thing. Like kind of like the body knows yes, totally. when our mind doesn't. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. By the way, these poor guys, I feel like every guy I've had sex with, I'm bawling with after <laughs> except for the only person was my ex-boyfriend and that was a clue to me was I felt so safe with him. Hmm. That I didn't cry after the first time we had sex. Yeah. I it just felt good. It yeah. felt right. And so that was kind of like a, a clue to me too. Do you think if you fooled around and like got each other off before well, we actual intercourse? Okay. <laughs> I was going to say like did that help? But okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's been a few months. Okay. So, so, okay. So just to summarize for mm -hmm. my own thoughts, okay? Yeah. So saying that he wants to cancel everything, wanting to take off work for me, in um, telling me he wants to take me on this trip and buy, buy a plane ticket for me in November, in November, and then having sex, and I'm like freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And then this personal thing happens in my life that I haven't talked about yet. And I just didn't have any capacity to deal with it, to even deal with myself, anybody in my life. I just needed to hermit. And that's, I just contacted him. I said, I, I can't, I'm so sorry, but this just doesn't feel right to me anymore. Yeah. Um, and I want to... And he was like, I already bought these plane tickets. Oh, <laughs> no, gosh. I want to clarify something that I don't think, it, you know, it's, I don't think he did anything wrong. Yeah. He was sweet, attentive, um, caring. So many qualities that I want in a partner. Mm -hmm. It just was too much too fast for me. Yeah. And so for me, it was too soon. Yeah. All of that was too soon. Mm -hmm. For someone else, maybe it wouldn't be. Yeah. 
So it's like, that's kind of my... That's your hypothesis? It's kind of my of? hypothesis is I think, you know, in my... I feel like I'm doing all the talking here. Do you want to jump in? No, you're great. Okay. Keep going. So in my training or not training in my coaching program with Dr. Morgan, we do a, a segment on pacing. Mm -hmm. And it is really important in the beginning stages to pace dating and relationships yeah. because you don't know the other person. Yes. And like you said, like it's that love drug and you're like, Oh my gosh, I've met my person. This is it. Like the world revolves around us for two, three weeks and then boom, reality hits. And you're like, wait a second. Yeah, I the walls come caving in. And you're like, I yeah. don't think I like this person as much as I did Ugh, because I don't life. think because it's my whole life, because I don't really know them. Yeah. And I lost myself in the process. Yes. Yes. And so that's why it's important to pace. And so by pacing, I'm talking, you know, um, a couple, seeing each other a couple times a week, not every day. Mm -hmm. um, texting a few times a day, not all day long. Mm -hmm. Maybe a couple phone calls, not FaceTiming every day. I mean, so in the beginning stages, it should we should purposefully be taking it slow. Yes. Because then we get a chance to know the person. Maybe you're still dating other people, you know, and the slower you take it, the more likely you're going to be true to yourself. Yeah. So it's really, it's not about rules. It's more about really discovering. And actually we can allude back to Kat Harris's episode about her choosing to be a virgin and kind mm -hmm. of like, it's like she she finally made the decision for herself that it was the best decision for herself to refrain from having sex. Mm -hmm. Well, for maybe you and me, it's the be best decision for us to not rush into a dating relationship situation because clearly it's never worked out for us. Yes. So we have to try something else. Yes. And we have to be purposeful and intentional about how we proceed with someone that we really like. I totally agree. It's so interesting because... So I sh think I shared this on the show like maybe several months ago, but I had this big breakthrough in therapy where that pattern you just described was my pattern over and 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 over. And I had this breakthrough in therapy like a year ago or, you know, maybe a little less than that, where I was like, holy shit. I was like, for the past like, 12 years of trying to like kick this pattern. I've been focusing on like the, the problem was that part of me that like pulled back when the walls caved in mm -hmm. of like, I like this person, they like me and now I want to run. And like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like now the other person's hurt and they don't know what the fuck is going on. And they're like, where is this coming from? And I don't have any answers for them and blah, blah, blah. Like, and like I, that was the part I was trying to fix. Mm -hmm. And the holy shit, like mind blowing moment was like, no, that part's the healthy part. Mm -hmm. That part is my heart being yes. like, we don't know this person, and I don't, my heart, my body being like, I, uh, this I doesn't don't know. feel safe. This doesn't feel right. The unhealthy part is the beginning. Yes, was like, and so for and for me, that was my way of dealing with my anxiety, you know? So, cause you know, when you were talking about in the intro, how soon is too soon, you know, to kiss, to say, I love you, to do all these things. 
the thing I was going to add to that from personal experience is also like to tell people your deepest and darkest stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I did that one I for a so while. I am so bad too. at that. So right, bad at like, that. Because it's like so easy to go into deep conversation. It's what you and I do on this podcast. Yes. But, and, and for a while, just like when people are like, oh, I can hook up with people and it doesn't hurt me. For a while, that's how I made peace and found security and comfort with all of my vulnerabilities and all that stuff. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to put them out there. And then when I would do that, people would be like, oh, you know, like women would be like, oh my gosh, like this guy's like so sensitive and self-aware and he's able to be vulnerable, like blah, blah. And so I got positive reinforcement for that. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was trying to cheat the equation. I was sort of like, I'm just going to throw it out there right at the beginning to try to like make my, to try to take the power and vulnerability away from sharing those things. And it doesn't actually do that, right? I still felt the vulnerability and then the sort of like snapback from that mm-hmm. afterwards. Um, but it's when you're in it, it's so mm-hmm. hard to identify it because it's it feels so good to get swept up. We all like this is why we drink. This is why we do all these things because we want this escape, mm-hmm. you know? And so, and I don't know, I wish I had like some good tip for like, here's how to like reality check mm-hmm. when you're in it. So I think, so I think it's the best thing is to be curious. Yes. So like for instance, on right now on Hinge, right? I've got a few conversations going. And the ones I'm the least interested in, I'm trying to be the most engaged. Hmm. Because I'm probably the least interested in them because maybe they're a different type of person than what I am would normally be drawn to. Yeah, and because you're not getting this like, yes. ooh, let me message you a bunch of times and I'm so into you. And, oh, I'm really into you and blah, blah, blah. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, be curious about that. If you go on a date with someone and there's no chemistry... Be curious about that. Like this guy that I had coffee with today, you know, I, I kind of sat there and I think, well, am I not into him because he's a secure person? Um, and then he later, you know, in his his message to me, he also included that he wasn't really looking for something serious. Mm. So maybe that was just me picking up on that, that mm. he just wasn't in the place that I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the, the guy the guys that I like this guy that I ran away from, I was really, really into him. And that would be something to be curious about. It's like, okay, I'm really, really into him. And he's wanting, he's asking more of me, asking more of me, asking more of me. I need to set firm boundaries for myself because I know that's the best decision for myself. And if I disappoint this person, because he did seem disappointed when I would try and set boundaries. Like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. That's him. Mm-hmm. That's something he needs to work on and his growth pattern. Mm-hmm. And, and I think when we when we kind of run away from things or we don't do things because we don't want to disappoint the person, we're actually taking from that person the opportunity to grow. Mm. So I think we just, as you know, anybody going into dating, like, just 
show up as you are. Yeah. And you can show up as a mess. Yeah. And the other person is going to grow from it. Mm -hmm. they, they, it's something they need to learn from. Is why are they attracted to someone who's maybe a mess? Yeah. Or maybe, you know, like as you and I grow and become more secure, maybe we're getting kind of tested with people who have an attachment style that are going to draw us back into old habits. And so, oh, I, for sure. you know, I think it's just, it's part of just growing and becoming the type of people that we want to be. And so, you know, just to kind of like cover all your bases, like, how soon is too soon to kiss? Just think about what you want. Like, do you want to kiss the person? Is that the right decision for you? Do you think that's a healthy decision for you? Then, okay, kiss in the first five minutes. Mm -hmm. Do you want to wait to kiss till after three dates? Sure. Wait to kiss after, after three dates. If both people are like wanting to say I love you after a month and that's like the right thing for them and they feel that in your soul, go for it. If you need like more time, then take more time. I think it's just, it's kind of just what is, what is the healthy decision for you? Yeah. So there's no, there's no time table or even time range for what's right or what's not right. It's more about like, what is the place this is coming from mm -hmm. inside of you? You know, so you go like, wow, like what is this sense of urgency and what is this sense of like rush? And I just want to be around this person all the time, like blah, 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 you know? And like, yeah, and like checking that out, getting curious about that. I, I love that. I think it's still hard and just to like empathize with anyone, you know, who's listening to this, like I think I was caught in that pattern for such a long time because yeah, I, um, God, how do I say this? <clears throat> I'm just now learning to be okay sort of being alone. Mm -hmm. And I'm just now learning to actually accept myself. And for me, that like love drug, that like getting validation from... Because that was all tied up in my masculinity shit too of like, I wasn't the biggest, toughest guy. I wasn't the best athlete, but like what I learned is that like I could talk to women, I could make them laugh, I could connect with them, whatever. And then it became like that became a big part of like what I needed for my self-esteem. And, and so without knowing it, of course, I had no awareness of this at the time. And I was so, I was I had the fantasy, like so many of us do, that I'm going to find the right person and all of my problems are going to go away and how I feel about myself is going to change completely and what it feels like to be inside my own head is going to suddenly become nice and pleasant. And, and of course, like it, it never is going to work. And so it's a really hard thing. I would say if you're finding yourself having this yo-yo sort of rubber band and these intense feelings and then these intense feelings of loss or whatever. Let that be a clue. Slow down. Do some work on yourself, right? Do the therapy, all this stuff. And I think too, like, I don't know if this is a useful tip or not, but if you're in it and you're feeling all the intensity or whatever, 
I don't know, like maybe take like a two day break or something totally. like that. Yes. Right. Like what, what, how, how do you reconnect with yourself? Is it being in nature? Is it, is it meditating? Is it whatever? Like, can you reconnect back into you? And then from that perspective, look at what's going on and make the decision from there. I don't know. Yeah. And, and if you have someone who has a really hard time with you wanting to take that time, then maybe that's someone that you don't want to spend more time with. Absolutely. And I love what you said about um, just showing up as the most you you can be. Whenever, like, for the past, like, year, whenever I've been, like, talking to someone in a dating context, and they're like, well, like, what are you looking for? Like, what kind of person are you looking for? Like, blah, blah, blah. I, I, there's only one answer for me to this question, which is, like, I don't know other than like, I'm looking for someone that I can be fully myself with and who can be fully themselves with mm. me. Like, that's it. Mm. Like, don't, and cause, and I think that's so important to me and that's so stuck in my brain right now because I spent so many years making everyone like me mm-hmm. and want me. And like, I was a really good chameleon at like, you know, and I wasn't like, lying and manipulating and like like i like i knew i was doing something wrong and being disingenuous it was none of that i was like in it the whole time um but now that authenticity is like more important to me than anything you know and it's interesting because i find myself like i'm like oh like i i'm aware of it at the time if i'm on a facetime conversation or on a first date i'm like oh this person's like way less like entertained by me than had they gone on a date with me like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Like they would have been so into me. I would have been so charming. I would have been working so hard. And now I'm just kind of like in myself. And so I'm less like charm offensive. You know, I'm less like overwhelmingly captivating and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm sure people dated me back in the day who were like, he wasn't that great. Back <laughs> <then>. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> But, um, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's, I think there's something beautiful about it and it it seems so stupid to just be like, just be yourself, but yeah, I love all that, what you said. I thought it was really great. And I just, I think it's just a good reminder to, yeah, I mean, it's especially the part of like, if you're wanting to change your whole world for this person in the first week, two weeks, you wish you could, you know, stop everything you're doing. Like that's a a sign to just evaluate. Yeah. You know, because that's not going to last. You can't just change your whole self and your whole world for a person for longer than two months, three Mm -hmm. months. Mm -hmm. You're going to be exhausted Yeah. and you're going to lose yourself. Yeah. I mean, the the drug metaphor is, like, so apt. I mean, that's like going on a bender. It's like, the you know, like, you drank, you're hungover on Sunday, you know you have work on Monday, and then someone's like, bottomless mimosas with brunch? And then you're just like, let's go, and you're just pushing off yeah, the inevitable. Yeah, totally. So many of us live our lives, though, where we're, like, low-key miserable. Yeah. And we're doing just enough with booze and... TV and fucking porn and dating or whatever that we're just medicating ourselves just enough to get through. And so something like this comes along and it's like, 
Yahtzee. Yeah. It's like a <laughs> Yahtzee. <laughs> so anyway, guys, I hope that helped. You know, yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, in summary, there's no too soon. Yeah. So how soon is too soon? Tune into your heart and your body and yourself. Love it. And then done. The, that that's the, the answers are inside you. Are we dating experts now? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, I thought we could end something a little a little fun, a little different. So I went on Instagram and Facebook, by the way, and I asked you since we're talking about you know how soon is too soon. When did you know your person was your person? And got some really fun and cute responses. So I'll start, Jared, and then you go. Okay, okay. so um, so we got, first of all, we got a lot of, like, on the first date when I realized I couldn't imagine my life without them. So sweet. Um, okay, so then um, the first time he kissed me, it was all in the kiss. Which is it's so true, though. I mean, there's people that I've kissed that I'm like, eh. And then there's people you kiss and it's like, oh. But also, like, mm. is that the the drug? I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I'll cut that out. Okay, no, go. it's good. Okay. <laughs> um, so this person said when he was willing to go to therapy so that our relationship was la would last. We are 100% on board with that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, mine says he walked into class and had tearaway pants and a bandana on. Yes. 90s. That's a winner. 90s. That's a winner right Frosted there. Frosted tips, maybe? <laughs> um... Okay, so you, you might have to explain this one to me. I think I know what's going on, but I was meeting my friend's boyfriend and his roommate walked into the room with a basket full of laundry. Yeah. With a basket full of clean laundry. A basket full of clean laundry. Yeah, so basically she kind of had this story and she was like, I was meeting my roommate's, uh, or my, my girlfriend's boyfriend for the first time. Yeah. And so she was talking with them and then all of a sudden this guy walks in, has me, his roommate. Yeah. And he's just got this basket full of clean laundry. And, that and that's it. when she knew. That's just like, <laughs> this man <laughs> washes his clothes. That's it. That's it. Uh, okay. When I told him I loved him, he replied, I'm not sure. <laughs> this is so funny. I love this one. Okay, when I told him I loved him, he replied, I'm not sure I'm ready to die for you. What? <laughs> and then I said, um, I said I love you, not that I die for you. And he said, oh, yeah, I've loved you for a while then. <laughs> what is happening? That's amazing. I know. Okay, so this person said, this one I think is the sweetest. She threw me a Power Rangers surprise birthday party because she remembered I didn't have a Power Rangers birthday party as a kid. Yeah, it was pretty cute. I know. That's Stuff like, like that uh, is really sweet. Someone tells you like, hey, this happened to me when I was a kid and it was so upsetting for me. Yeah. And then they do something about it like now. That's And that's And this knock. person is my one of my best friends. She, uh, Allie, I'll just shout you out. And she's such, just one of the most thoughtful people in the whole wide world. Oh, so. that's amazing. Okay, so this last one, like... Oh, it just like hits me so hard. So it says, the first time we hung out, I was taking my heels off after dancing all night and he held my hand so I wouldn't fall over. He looked me in the eye and said, there you are. Oh, yeah. It was, it was just so sweet. Like, it is very like, sweet. It, like talk about showing up as you are. Yeah. Right. And to me, that's what that moment meant for her is he was like, hey, I see you. Yeah. It's so special. 
That's sweet. All right, guys. Well, we hope we, you enjoyed this episode. Um, please subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast at underscore Leanna Joan at the real Jared Rodriguez. Subscribe, rate, review. Mysterious as the dark side of the moon. <laughs> what? I'm just going to keep quoting, I'll make a man out of you, at you. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is on our website. Hellongobypodcast.com. Yes, Sponsors, Patreon, social media. We love you. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.